The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome to opening day here on SportsGrid and here on Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish along with Davis Maddock. It's time for us to preview the opening day of the major league baseball season here in 2022 of course we have the masters going on as well so it's a really exciting day for us of course here on our network david glad to share this next hour with you as we follow everything happening at the masters and certainly get ready for the 220 eastern start as opening day 22 kicks off what's going on it just really feels like a holiday today. You know, I woke up, I download the Masters app on my phone, on the iPad, got the page bookmarked on my computer, uh, made sure the MLB TV subscription was uh, was up and firing. Uh, did take a look at opening day tickets here, decided I uh, didn't want to pay 500 bucks for club level seats for JT Brubaker versus Adam Wainwright. Uh, I mean, look, if you're going to go to an opening day baseball game, you don't you don't want to be up in the uh, in the bleeders. I've done that. Uh, actually, remember going to a, a Noah Syndergaard start opening day Royals Mets. And I mean, we were way up there and uh, just decided I'm never doing that again. If I'm going to a baseball game, I want to be right there. But man, just uh, some some energy in the air today, Craig. Yeah, no doubt. And listen, uh, arguably the best fans in the world in St. Louis going to Cardinals games there. You're not getting a cheap opening day ticket. You'll get a uh, cheap uh, second day ticket, which of course will be this weekend. So uh, look, naturally, really exciting day, of course. Lots of baseball games. First one starts at 220 Eastern. The Masters is currently underway. We're going to get to that here in a second. So here are our headlines here on this April 7, 2022. Opening day is here. The lockout is over. Can't wait till the first pitch is thrown coming up soon. I'll be listening on radio and watching on television, no doubt. Uh, Tyler McGill going to make the opening day start for the New York Mets. No Scherzer, no DeGrom. Scherzer will start on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Tiger Woods. I I don't think you'll hear a single update from anyone talking about the Masters this weekend without at least mentioning how Tiger Woods was doing. So let me give you the synopsis. You just heard it if you were watching and listening to uh, Alex Fasano. He gives you the leaders, he gives you what's going on, and he's, and by the way, Tiger Woods is this. That is exactly how every update is going to be done at the Masters this week. I, like you, have the app open. What am I doing right now on my uh, left, which you can't see here in my studio? Uh, I am watching Tiger Woods play. I think that's what uh, everybody is doing, uh, Davis, here today, and uh, as Alex mentioned, he is through three. He is even. I'm watching him try and uh, putt his way here, I believe, for either par or to get one under. I'm not really sure because I'm hosting a show with you. But naturally, 
I mean, I know your feeling on it, and I, I am with you in terms of caring about everybody else. I love the spot where golf is at, but this is about keeping it real, and this is who everybody wants to see and wants to know what's going on. I mean, it's just a fact. Oh, 100%. I mean, there, there's no doubt. Like, all, all, you know, I'm in all these chats, these, this, the Slack, the Daily Rota Slack channel, the, the discords and everything, and everyone wants to know about Tiger. Everyone's talking about every Tiger shot. I, I do have to say... He is looking pretty ginger out there. Um, you know, it does, it does like, he, he's kind of like a club short on, on every shot thus far. Now, obviously Tiger, I mean, he's a great player, probably knows Augusta National, probably, I, I would guess if you looked at like historical strokes gain stuff, he's got to be the greatest player to ever play at Augusta National. So I, I mean, I, I think he is pretty much on pace to make the cut. And of course, welcome to everyone on radio, Davis Maddock and Craig Mish with you here discussing Tiger Woods and everything going on at Augusta National at the Masters Tournament. But, um, you know, I just, I don't know. And and maybe, you know, maybe he wakes up tomorrow and he's got the adrenaline and he's feeling better. He, he got through a round. And maybe he does have, you know, a top five, a top ten run in him. Uh, also, the course is just playing really tough thus far. I, uh, I've been, I've just been watching this morning and some of these pin placements are are rather difficult. The, the, uh, the par four, Fourth has the pin location right at the front, which sounds kind of easy, but then you realize it's at the bottom of a hill and five feet off the green both sides. There's a bunker, so lots of guys have been short on that hole. And uh, you know, as a, as a, an 18 handicap golfer, I'm sitting looking at this golf course, going, I do not envy the challenge of a lot of those guys out there today. Yeah, naturally, throughout the show, if anything significant happens at Augusta, we will definitely keep you updated uh, with a live leaderboard. Uh, every 15, 20 minutes, we'll tell you if something is happening. Of course, there is a, a strange opening day for baseball to not have a game starting at 1235 Eastern or even 135 Eastern. But weather, of course, in April sort of wreaking havoc. I will tell you this. I have had some really bad luck on going to opening days. You would think, well, you know, I, I've probably been to the last 20. Actually, not true. I have had like these crazy conflicts in my life that like my wife literally wouldn't let me out of to go to opening day. This has happened to me like several times for like kids events or family events. Uh, but today, fortunately, the team that I watch most, the Miami Marlins, they are in San Francisco and their first game is tomorrow at 435 Eastern. So naturally, we've got a lot to talk about here on the show. We've got a daily fantasy lineup in Major League Baseball to set for you guys here on the show. So Davis certainly is going to help us out with that. We're also going to take a look at the season win totals in Major League Baseball for the teams that are playing their first game today. By the way, uh, Tiger Woods pars on four, and so he is even. And I feel like I'll be doing a lot of these uh, Tiger Woods updates today and tomorrow. As With one eye, I'm watching and one eye, I'm hosting. We'll be right back with more baseball discussion. It's opening day. It's the Masters. Where would you rather be than right here? on Fantasy Sports Today on Sports Grid. So stay with us. We'll be back in just two minutes and give you our favorite plays in DFS and season win total next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and 
producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Daily Fantasy Baseball returns today. Of course, we've got a semi-big slate, I would say. A couple of games postponed. So really, uh, tomorrow is going to be just a wild slate with basically every team playing uh, on opening day on Friday. But I I think a pretty good taste today, Davis. Like I like the fact that we have about, what, like a little bit less than half the teams playing this afternoon and this evening. And it gives us an opportunity, I think, to, you know, sort of get to know some of these players for the first time. So uh, where are you going to be playing today and how does the slate look to you and sort of what are the factors go in for you for opening day? Uh, Well, I mean, opening day generally is pretty great. Of course, love uh, MLB DFS, which we're going to be talking about here in a moment in our, our next segments. We'll get a little deeper into that. I am of course, very excited to see Bobby Witt Jr. batting second for the Kansas city Royals. Although uh, not sure how much tougher of a matchup he could have drawn than facing his first professional at bat is going to be against Shane Beaver of the uh, the Cleveland Guardians. So not not feeling super great about that. Uh, I'm going to be keeping an eye on Cabrian Hayes here in St. Louis. Going to be really interested in Tyler McGill of the New York Mets. He was not even uh, he was supposed to be their fifth starter, and he is going to end up going today because Scherzer got pushed back. But uh, I, I, he just kind of has an interesting pitch mix, 26% K rate last year. And uh, my, my favorite thing, though, is someone always hits two home runs on opening day. It just yep, feels like it. every time someone always hits two home runs. So I'm pretty excited to see who that is going to be. And also Otani taking the mound tonight right. against the Houston Astros. I'll be I mean, I'll just I'm so curious. You know, we haven't we haven't seen him in six months. I just I wonder uh, what he did over the offseason. Yeah, definitely so. Lineups are coming out as we speak, so in the next 10 minutes we should have a better idea. Uh, We'll do our DFS segment coming up very soon. Let's start off with uh, some season win totals of the teams that are playing today. I know that there are some places that will adjust these win totals as the season goes on, uh, but in general, you're you're really looking at it from opening day and how many many games a team's going to win from beginning to end. So let's start off with the Cincinnati Reds, Davis, who are going to play a little bit later this afternoon. Their win total is 73 and a half. It's been extremely well documented at this point that the Reds uh, have adjusted their payroll to sort of fit the direction that they're going. What that means, I'm not really sure. Uh, Great fans in Cincinnati, Davis. They do very well there. The fans show up. Uh, You know, a lot of people are upset. They traded Eugenio Suarez. They traded Jesse Winker. Joey Votto is still there. A lot of people have not even heard of their opening day starter. 
uh, or their second, I'm sorry, their uh, second starting pitcher who will start tomorrow. Um, but it, 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 they play in a division where when you look at their win total and you say 73 and a half, oh, let me just pound the under. And then you look and say, wait a second, what if the Pirates lose 110? What if the Cubs are not really good? What if the Cardinals struggle? They don't even have five starting pitchers. We know Milwaukee where they're going to be. They're going to be in the 80s, maybe even the 90s. But I would say in terms of just pounding and under, not so fast. Like It's because of the games that they play in their division. So many winnable games for them because of that this year. You're 100% right. I was ready to, you know, do the the slam the under, right? I mean, they have Tyler Molly. They did, uh, they, they are calling up this prospect. Hunter Green remains to be seen. I mean, he is one of the, the best pitching prospects in baseball, but we'll see, you know, what he ends up being. And then, you know, Vladimir Gutierrez, Riviere San Martin, like, I mean, just who knows what these guys are going to give them. But, I mean, the point you make is completely correct. The Pirates stink. The Cubs stink. Uh, you know, and, and then, you know, it's like the Cardinals. Well, the Cardinals don't stink. They're, they're probably going to make the playoffs, but it's not like they're a 90 win juggernaut, hundred win juggernaut. They just have lots of veteran players, right? They're bringing pools back in. Like, you know, I, I don't even, do the Cardinals have a a star? I I get Tyler O'Neill maybe is kind of close to that, but not, I mean, Arenado and Goldschmidt are are good. Arenado. Sure. Yeah. Uh, But those guys, I mean, Goldschmidt, as a member of the Cardinals has not been anything what he was like as a member of the Diamondbacks and and same for Aaron, but they're both really good. Um, I would I would lean this one as a no bet mostly just yeah. because it's basically going to be like what do they do against the Pirates? You know if they have a an eighty percent win record against the Pirates and the Cubs they're going to sort they're going to get over the total and if they just happen to get bad luck in those games they'll probably go under but and they they're also going to trade Votto probably in season as well which makes mm. it a little bit more unpredictable. Wow. Yeah, I did that was the one thing with the Reds that I found interesting which is why for me it's the same. They really don't have mid-season assets to deal that could send them to an under, you know? Like they re- other than Votto, if they do that, I don't know. But they they really don't have four or five guys where you look in July and say, "Oh, they're going to trade this guy, they're going to they kind of did that already." So I'm with you on that. Um, by the way, St. Louis Cardinals, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, Davis, fifth starter, Jordan Hicks, their reliever. Yes. Really interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, an opener in St. Louis. Never seen that before. Uh, okay, now let's go to the completely unbiased opinion of Davis on the Kansas City Royals. Their total is <laughs> 74 and a half this season. Everyone that follows the Royals, the media, the fans, everyone thinks 2023 – the Royals are going to make a big splash. Money, players, add. It feels like next year, Davis, is the Royals' year. They're coming very close. Um, whatever the best pitching free agent on the market will be. Like, I see all that coming next year. But but what about this year? What about Have they made significant strides to jump over this number this year? 74 and a half means that Kansas City's almost a 500 team. Do you see that this year? There's, I, I think the only way they get over this is if Chris Bubich, Carlos Hernandez, Daniel Lynch, you know, some of these guys uh, just like basically start to hit their projections right away. You know, that is that is really the problem is that they uh, and we, we were laughing with our, our friends from LTN who are in Kansas City before. It's like, I mean, how many of these guys have the Kansas City Royals had? I mean, how many first round starting pitchers have they taken 
who either, you know, never end up making it to the major league roster or get to the major league roster and they're awful, right? I mean, and and it doesn't even stop there. Jackson Kowar, right? Another first round pick mm -hmm. uh, who could potentially come up and uh, and help them, right? Uh, you know, Ronald Bolaños, another guy that they trade. I mean, they have so many guys, but their, their, their lineup should actually be okay. I think they're actually probably going to hit fine, you know, a top five of wit, Bobby Witt Jr., Salvador Perez, Andrew Benintendi, Carlos Santana. Those are all, you know, above average Major League Baseball hitters for their position. Feel pretty good about that. And then, you know, they're going to platoon Hunter Dozier. We'll see what they get for Mondesi. You know, but, but basically it comes down to they just don't have the pitching, I think. Yeah, the other thing for me is when I look at a total in the mid-70s, having done this a billion years, I asked myself the same question with Kansas City that I would ask other teams that are projected with this total. Inevitably, when they lose someone in that lineup, who is the replacement player that they have? So I don't bad. see a lot coming from Kansas City, you know? And you know they're going to lose someone. I mean, it's baseball. It's going to happen. So my lean would be toward the under. Just, just general nature. You lose one guy or two guys from that lineup. Who in the world does Kansas City have that's ready, even off the bench or to call up? They just don't Kyle have that under. Yeah, they just, they just don't have those guys. All right, let's close with the Angels. Their total is 83.5, Davis. I, I actually like their over here. I, I think the Angels are going to be better. Uh, I think they just simply, let, let's just swap out Oakland with L.A., right? Let, let's just, I mean, Trout has never missed the amount of time that he missed last year. Uh, he is good. Adele, I'm with you. I think, I think he has a nice season. I think Brandon Marsh is very good. Jared Walsh looks good. And I, and I feel like they made a concerted effort to at least bring in, again, replacement-level starting pitching with the way that Oakland has just dove completely to the ground. I think the Angels pick up five, six more wins, and I think they get over 500. This seems reasonable to me. I mean, they have the two guys who are number one and number two in AL MVP odds. So, you, I mean, you got to just think, as long as the rest of the team is not terrible— and they have, you know, Brandon Marsh, Joe Adele, these guys who should be better this year. I'm, I'm going the over. In fact, I'm going to go bet this one as we head into commercial break. Yeah, I, I think the Angels are in the in the postseason. I think it becomes a great story. And they, they don't even, I don't even think they need Otani to do what he did last year. They just need 20 good starts from Noah Syndergaard to be healthy at the end of the season to go along with really some underrated hitting and playing against Oakland. We'll be right back. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. In a bit of a surprise this morning, the San Diego Padres uh, are going to have C.J. Abrams, their former first-round pick from a few years ago, on their opening day lineup. You talk about another superstar-type player. The Padres are all in, making also a trade today to acquire Taylor Rogers. He will be in the back end of their bullpen. Chris Paddock goes to the Minnesota Twins. Twins, of course, will play tomorrow. So good to see another young rookie in baseball coming up, no question. Uh, but Davis, when you're setting a lineup today in Daily Fantasy, I, I got to say, and, and we're going to go through this, a little bit of a surprise for me to see, I think what you're doing is a good strategy. Essentially, you're picking on the Washington Nationals, it sort of feels like that. But I did not have Tyler McGill <laughs> on, on your DFS card as we started opening day. So, you know, opening day is really interesting from a strategy perspective. And we do kind of get this for, you know, about the first month of the season or so where, you know, all the best starting pitchers for these teams are going on the same day, right? So that that makes a, a slate pretty difficult because you want to be taking hitters against bad starting pitchers. And there really are, are not that many bad starting pitchers today. You know, uh, Corbin, you know, pretty bad ERA last year. But uh, the weirdly enough, projection systems don't actually – think he's that bad and you know the New York Mets don't have a, a huge team total day there there is no team total today uh, of five or higher that's not going to happen on on very many slates that we that we talk about and you know I mean you can pick and choose some guys here like JT Brubaker obviously is not great but I'm, I'm here in St. Louis it's, it's pretty cold the wind is it's pretty wind like it's not a great offensive environment here in in St. Louis today so it's just it's just sort of interesting. You kind of have the confluence of all the best starting pitchers going. Uh, the the temperatures are cold, so the ball is not is not flying out of the ballpark the way it's going to be doing in July and August. So it just um it just kind of every year it's a really interesting puzzle to try and solve. Definitely so. And looking forward to doing it with you uh, for all 162 games this season. So let's get started and go with Davis's picks at pitcher today. One of them is going to be the ace of the Cleveland Guardians. That is Shane Bieber. His price is 8300 And the other is going to be Tyler McGill. His price is 7600 So let's start there, Davis. You obviously could have went in several directions. Why these pitchers today? So starting pitcher today and for the beginning of the season is fairly interesting because a lot of these guys are not going to go very deep in games. You know, most of them are going to be on a pretty hard pitch count probably 85 to 90 pitches as sort of the max. Some of these veteran guys will get a little bit more leeway. So, for example, you know, if Zach Greinke gets to 97 pitches today, don't know if I would be that surprised. Kind of same for Adam Wainwright and uh, Madison Bumgarner. But the trade-off you make there is those guys are not very good. They, they don't have the strikeout stuff. What do we care about in Daily Fantasy Baseball? Pretty much all about the strikeouts. That's how you're going to generate those 25-point, 30-point fantasy performances. So I don't think Bieber is going to get all that deep into this game. I think probably about 80 pitches for him. But 80 pitches for him against the Royals, you know, that could be nine strikeouts and five innings pitched. Uh, the, the top five of the Royals lineup is pretty strong, but the bottom 
part of that Royals lineup, not nearly as strong. Hunter Dozier, Mondesi, Michael A. Taylor, Nicky Lopez, plenty of strikeouts, plenty of, uh, you know, two pitch at bat outs for those guys there. And then Tyler McGill, really interesting skill set, 26% K rate last year, hardly walked anyone. The projection systems are fairly bullish on his K rate. And this Nationals lineup, I mean, we spent some time talking about it this offseason. They are, uh, they're just not that good. They just let a lot of their talent go. Of course, they have Juan Soto, one of the, uh, probably the best hitter in baseball. But then, you know, we're looking at lots of rookies, Alcides Escobar, Michael Franco, you know, Lucius Fox, just some not great players at the bottom of that order. So I, I like McGill's odds of, you know, let's let's say he gets let's he turns out, you know, 19, 20 DraftKings points and we'll be we'll be fine with that. Yeah. D. Gordon made the Washington uh, Nationals, by the way. Side uh, side note to that, which I him. predicted would happen. But uh, yeah, <laughs> hasn't been uh, much of a major leaguer for the last few years. All right. Let's take a look at the lineup today for Davis. May have to make one adjustment here, uh, but let, let's let's take a look at some of the pricing here. With Max Stasi tonight, he's priced at 3400 coming off the contract extension. A clear fade of the Nationals here at this point with Pete Alonso at 4800 Look, if Jeff McNeil is what he used to be, this is too low for his price at 3200 Mondesi at 4900 And then Hassan Kim, I guess we got to wait for the lineup here, Davis, because if C.J. Abrams is on the Padres, I, you know, I don't know that Kim is going to play. Like, I, I think they, they just may turn this thing over to Abrams. I don't know why they would have him on the team to not play every day. So that would be the one name that I would just say, you know, if, if you're setting a lineup, just be sure that he's in there today. Well, Kim has been playing both spots, both second, uh, both second base and shortstop in um, the preseason, you know, in spring training. It, it remains to be seen. Uh, Abrams has been playing shortstop. And then so the, the trade-off there is that Kim moves to second base in the games that Abram doesn't play. Jake Cronenworth plays second base, but then rotates to first base. So I think probably the Padres opening day lineup uh, is going to be Cronenworth at first base. And uh, this, it brings me pain to say it, but I think probably Eric Hosmer sitting on the bench for opening day here against uh, Madison Bumgarner. The Padres and the Mets are probably my two favorite offenses today when we compare you know, their ownership to their expected uh, team total. And you know from doing the show with me last year, just kind of wanting to see Hassan Kim do it because uh, I was I was big on the uh, was big on the KBO when that was uh, when that was all we had and Kim did not hit for a good batting average last year but eight home runs six stolen bases in 290 plate appearances so gives us some of that events upside there uh, Max Stassi platoon advantage against Framber Valdez Pete Alonso honestly uh, this this will be my call of the day he's hitting a home run today off of Corbin sitting there at uh, at 4,800, so feeling good about him. And then, uh, you know, looking at how things are playing out, Mondesi against Shane Bieber, I, I'm expecting him to be like 2 or 3% owned because if you're taking a Kansas City Royals third baseman against Bieber today, the field is probably going to opt for taking Bobby Witt Jr., who is priced at $2,300 on DraftKings. So I, I do not see Mondesi being very popular today at all. And, of course, uh, you know, he can score the most hitting points of the slate, I think. All right, let's close that out and take a look at the outfield pricing here where Davis is spending up on opening day, no question. Kyle Tucker, a lot of people feel in fantasy baseball is going to be a first-round pick next year. Um, superstar in the making, 5,200. Tyler O'Neill coming off 
the great year that he had for the Cardinals. And again, facing Brubaker today for Pittsburgh. And then Marcelo Zuna, 4,300. And again, just like his ADP price in fantasy baseball, Davis in season long, I cannot imagine uh, Ozuna is going to be 4,300 for very long if he just is who he is on the field. Yeah, there are some really interesting outfield plays today. So Tucker, you know, obviously does not have the greatest matchup in the world against Shohei Otani, but this guy is a first round pick in fantasy baseball, you know, a 300 hitter who had 30 and 15 last year. And again, just don't think he is going to be all that popular today in DFS contests. I think the same thing is true of Tyler O'Neill, who was, I mean, he had a, a, a I, I was in doing research this offseason, I was very taken aback by how good Tyler O'Neill was. 34 home runs, 16 stolen bases, 351 OBP, 285 average. Kind of kind of just passed me by that Tyler O'Neill was that fantastic. And I think that elevated price tag that you're seeing on him, by the way, sitting there at 5600 that's more expensive than uh, Kyle Tucker, more expensive than Marte, more expensive than Juan Soto, Jordan Alvarez, so on and so forth. So I think that sticker shock going to keep him under 5% in this slate. And then uh, I, I think I have just picked out Marcelo Zuna to be one of the guys I'm just going to be riding pretty early on in the season here while his price tag is fairly low. Uh, did not play a ton last year as a result of his suspension. But uh, as you have pointed out, I mean, 40 home run power, National League, like he just, and, and Tyler Molly, you know, not one of the greatest starting pitchers going today. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's the dynamic with Ozuna is that you put aside the off-field stuff for fantasy and for DFS, and, you know, obviously you're playing to win. So, you know, a decision that you have to make in some of that. Uh, last thing, before we uh, take a break here, we go to Fantasy Reality. I don't know if you saw this, Davis, but the Peacock Network is going to be streaming baseball games, and they're going to be happening, I don't know if you saw this, Sunday mornings at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, some games, and then some games at noon. There will be no baseball games up against the uh, Peacock Network. Uh, another stream for you here? Another uh, another uh, app that you're going to download and watch games? I mean, no competition for them at that time. So I already pay for the Peacock app. I already have it right. because if you want some English Premier League games, the right. only way to be getting those soccer games is via the Peacock app. I have to say, Craig... I hate this. I, I think this is, uh, you know, just let me have my games on MLB TV. I already pay for it. Uh, I also don't love the staggered starting time. So this, uh, you know, baseball games, they start at noon. Uh, or I guess in, in uh, your neck of the woods, they start at one o'clock. One. Yeah. Noon. Noon on Sunday mornings. Come on. Do, do not. Me it's like, it's like, guys, you have this product. We've been watching this product for 30 years. Like, why, why are we doing this? Like, th this is not, I, in my opinion, I think it's very unlikely this brings more eyeballs. I think this brings less eyeballs to some of these potential games. So don't don't love this. Yeah, I mean, my biggest concern for all of baseball is is somebody like myself that has a family that looks forward to those Sunday early games, Davis, because we get out of there early and there's school the next day or there's commitments on Monday the next day. It's really a pleasant experience to go to an early baseball game on a Sunday, meaning 1 o'clock Eastern. And uh, that's being taken away. All the games are going to be 140 Eastern, uh, 135 Eastern on the East Coast. So a little tougher for me, but uh, nonetheless, interesting dynamic going on with baseball. No question. All right, we'll come back next for a little fantasy reality. Stay on the good. Great, great. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Now, welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. I want to let you know that uh, you guys can interact with us here on this show. And here is the way you do it. First of all, go to our social media channels at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. And, of course, we've got tons of content there for you, picks against the spread, videos from all of our hosts. But also for our fantasy or reality segment, we want to ask you, our listeners and viewers, what questions you have for us to answer on fantasy or reality. So just ask us a question, whether it's fantasy or reality, tag SportsGrid, at SportsGrid, and the following day, each day, we will ask your question on the air. We'll go through them all, search for the best ones, and then ask right here on the show. That's at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. Before we get to that, Davis, I got to turn it over to you for the latest at the Masters. The question that everybody wants to know right now is, how is Tiger Woods doing? I think we have a pretty good answer. Yeah, he is uh, He is holding it together, certainly a little bit better than uh, some of his detractors would have thought. He did just make a birdie. He is through seven holes out on the earth, through six holes out. He's just teeing off at seven right now. Harry Higgs is in the lead. He is two under par. Taylor Gooch just tied him. He is also two under par. Joaquin Neiman, one under par. Adam Scott, one under par. Cameron Champ, one under par. And that is everyone who is in red numbers out there on the leaderboard. Paul Casey, of course, has withdrawn. Matthew Wolf, unfortunately, is in last right now. He is six over par. Hudson Swafford, five over par. Those are guys that people potentially would have been playing in DFS or his outright bets. Kevin Kisner, three over par. And, uh... Yeah, the, the course is playing really tough right now. Um, I, I And I feel like normally it, it kind of does on uh, on Thursdays, and then they lighten it up a little bit on the Friday round, but uh, just, just really looks difficult out there right now. All right. So with that being said, we'll get back to the Masters in just a minute. For now, let's ask the key questions on today's show. This is fantasy or reality. 
All right, Davis, let's start it off today. And our focus is yet another player who is trying to make a comeback in sports. And this time it is former Hall of Fame wide receiver Terrell Owens. Yes, Terrell Owens uh, going to be pushing, what, 50 years old in a few years, uh, has an idea that he can come back and play in the NFL even at his advanced age. Naturally, this has just simply never happened before. The uh, oldest wide receiver to play, I would guess, at his level uh, was was Jerry Rice. And even Jerry Rice, who some people would say, Davis is the number one wide receiver in the history of the NFL, maybe the best player in the history of the NFL, was absolutely a shell of himself in Denver and then a, a cup of co- a training camp coffee, I think, with the Seattle Seahawks. So uh, we will ask you, based on this uh, fan-controlled league performance here, uh, <laughs> Terrell Owens will get what we will call here on the show an invitation, just an invitation to an NFL training camp. Is this fantasy or reality? So to to put it in perspective, Jerry Rice in his age 42 season, uh, he did hobble through an entire season. He got 30 catches, 429 yards, and three touchdowns. He did, you know, to, to his um, unbelievable credit for Oakland uh, as a 40-year-old, 92 receptions, 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns. The last time we saw Terrell Owens, he played in uh, 14 games for Cincinnati. He had 72 receptions, 983 yards, and an unbelievable nine touchdowns. I I actually think T.O. is just kind of one of those absolute, genetic, unbelievable athletes. Like the, the, You cannot teach what it is that Terrell Owens did. And if some team did commit being like you know what we're calling him in whatever i i think he could kind of be useful maybe in like red zone packages or whatever probably his conditioning is not great i would i just would guess um so i, I you know i think i don't think he could play you know 80 percent of a team snaps but he he's not gonna get an invite because when you bring terrell owens into your organization you bring a circus into your organization i remember uh actually remember when terrell owens said he was gonna play soccer uh, he actually did it in Kansas City. He went to a training session with the uh, the Sporting Kansas City team. Obviously, never ended up playing with them. Um, I, I would say it's a much much likelier event that he ends up playing. You know, in the USFL, the XFL, one of the, one of those style of leagues, as opposed to an NFL team. So I'm saying I'm saying fantasy here. Yeah, I think that there's some financial related reasoning behind this, too. I think that Owens has had some money stuff uh, happen to him in the last few years. And and you're right. It's interesting that Jerry Rice continued to play on and on. And when he played, by the way, with the Raiders, Jerry Rice was still playing at a very high level at the age of 40. But yes, at the end, it did not look good. Um, This kind of reminds me, I mean, not the same player, Davis, but when Chad Johnson was trying to come yeah. back and then he tried out with Miami and then something happened and then he was done. Uh, yeah. I, I got fantasy here. I, I think we pretty much nailed everything this past off season with Tim Tebow, right? Getting the invite playing, not making the team. I, I don't think that this goes that far, by the way, I would say yes, somewhat of a circus with Owens, but this is not like an Antonio Brown. Like I, I think Owens would hold no, his own. No. I think he would behave. I think it would be fine. But I just I don't see the need here. And you mentioned the USFL seems like a perfect opportunity to show what he can do in the, in the coming months when they kick off uh, soon. So I got fantasy here with you as well. Well, naturally, we have some data to to support 
our next question here on fantasy or reality as the 2022 masters is underway i think it's fair to say that tiger woods is off to a good start at the masters still a lot of time to play and there is absolutely no idea as to whether or not tiger can hold up for four rounds let alone two but that is the question that we're going to ask because i think regardless of the result today davis Tiger Woods is going to be up against it, having to play back-to-back rounds at the Masters. He's right now one under, fantasy or reality. Davis, Tiger Woods will make the cut this weekend. Is this fantasy or reality? You know what? Uh, I mean, and of course we have the the uh, the benefit of hindsight or, or whatever because we've already seen him play. He has not made a bogey yet. He has already made a birdie. And, uh, you know, remember – this is the easiest tournament on the PGA tour to make the cut. It's a field of like, I think it's 92 guys this year, but uh, 13 of them are either amateurs or former winners who don't play on the tour anymore. You know, your Mike Weirs, your VJ sings, I got, got a couple shots of Freddie couples out there today uh, as I was watching the coverage this morning. Uh, so so relatively easy to make the cut. I, I'm saying reality on uh, on this one he is going to make the cut and uh you know it's it's good to see him out there playing well and moving around you know with with not too much difficulty yeah i i think that we could just simply use the data that we've had from the past hour and he's on the leaderboard he is under par at the moment i do think tomorrow will be the key challenge if he can get through that then i think the possibility of of us watching this weekend to see if he can uh, finish close to the top or at the top is there so, uh, so far, so good. I got to say reality. And, and again, you spelled it out even better in terms of how easy it is to make the cut at the Masters, provided that tomorrow is just not disastrous, or by the way that he would withdraw. I, I suppose that there's that small percentage chance that that could happen too. I mean, I didn't even consider that, but I don't think that that counts as not making the cut. So I will say uh, reality. He will make the cut. We'll be watching him play this weekend. All right, finally... Out of the new Netflix shows, there's always some really fun trailers Netflix puts out once a month. It shows you all of the different things that they're going to be putting out. One of the new things that is going to be out there is a new show that will feature former actor Rob Lowe and his son Owen in a brand new show that is going to follow their expeditions around, talk about their comments on social media, and just basically follow these uh, these guys around. So, Davis, I think I know the answer to this, but hey, we'll ask it anyway. Fantasy or reality, you will watch Rob Lowe and his son's new streaming show. I suppose there is a chance this is the best show on TV because you never know. Ted Lasso was a, was a complete bust, Davis, until it became the best show on Apple TV, too. Let's not forget that. Everyone thought it was going to be a complete disaster. It's, it's you know one of the best shows on. Uh, you will watch Rob Lowe and his son's new show, Fantasy Reality. Yeah, uh, this is uh, this is a fantasy. Does that not not an interesting tagline? Um, now, Craig, like Rob Lowe was like a movie star, right? At at some point, like Very he popular. was like he 80s. he was like a you know a, a Matt Damon and Affleck type. So like Brad that Pitt. all came perfect perfect Brad comparison. Pitt. Sure. So that all came before I was like old enough and aware enough and cognizant enough to like process him is that to me rob Lowe is the, his character from parks and recreation right to me when i think of rob Lowe, that's who he is right uh, chris traeger is is his name on that show you know the the overly positive 
fitness freak guy, and he was really good. Uh, I mean that that it's uh, it's a really good show, but not not interested in this. Uh, not interest like the celebrity behavior uh, on social media. Not interesting me. I don't follow celebrities on social media. I don't I don't really care. Um, you know because obviously you know like publicists and stuff are doing so much of that and and you know like the Tom Brady thing right Brady Brady's not tweeting he uh, there there was actually a whole article that came out a couple weeks ago about the the guys that Brady hired to do his social media right it's just like some some guys who are fans of Tom Brady and finagle themselves in that position long way of saying don't care not an interesting premise for a television show for me and maybe if it's great uh, maybe maybe I will watch it, right? If, if it's rave reviews or whatever, but I'm not uh, not going to be. Netflix releases their stuff on Friday evenings. I'm I'm not going to be sitting there on Friday evening, you know, just waiting for this to come out. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think obvi- the obvious answer here is for both of us, it's going to be fantasy. I would tell you this: this is my contrarian approach, though, Davis, to something like this. It looks so bad, and it looks so uninteresting that something must be up with this show. It must be great. That That's actually my contrarian approach here. When I see something that, that I look at that I have absolutely no interest in, that looks like it's a complete bust of a show, it makes me think, what am I missing? So I, look, is it is it Tiger King? Is it, I, I, I can't predict that. I'm going to say fantasy here, but Davis, I would not rule out the show being amazing only because it looks like there's no reason this should be on. I mean, you know, that is true. Some of the, the biggest shows over the last, you know, couple of years are, do kind of fit that mold, right? Ted Lasso, like people in America don't care about soccer. So why would they care about watching, uh, you know, a show about the head coach of an English soccer? I mean, even, even like Game of Thrones, right? Like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and stuff are really popular amongst a subset of people. But like many people are like, oh, you know, that's nerd crap. I don't care about that. And Game of Thrones was the biggest show or, or The Mandalorian, right? People don't even know, like, you watch Empire Strikes Back, you don't know what a Mandalorian is, but that was the biggest show on TV when it came out. So you know what? You're right. I mean, there is a chance that just fits in that subset of things, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Listen, The Walking Dead, they said that wouldn't make it through five episodes. It made it through 15 years. Um, You just don't know with this stuff. And it makes me think that there's something that we're missing in this show, but we'll see. All right, we got to take a quick break. The Sports Grid 60 is coming up next, and then opening day takes over here on Sports Grid later. Scott Farrell, Coast to Coast, going through all of the Major League Baseball games. Got a huge baseball fan. Can't wait to check that out later. We'll be right back. Stay on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Davis and I will be back tomorrow. Another full slate of baseball games and, of course, round two of the Masters. But before we get out of here today, let's wrap it up with some commentary from myself and Davis. We'll start off with Davis. He's leading off this opening day with the Sports Grid 60. You know, I'm probably not the only person that uh, that this applies to, but when uh, the leaderboard of a major championship doesn't go my way for, for betting or DFS, really hard to stay motivated. You know, some of my greatest memories, uh, I mean, Zalatoris last year finishing second, but having the 100 to 1 ticket on him, that was great. But I mean, there's been, you know, multiple PGA championships, Morikawa winning is one like Love calling Morikawa, but hated his price that week. Didn't have any of them tuned out. You know, wasn't watching on the Sunday when he won. So I, I am, uh, I'm make, I'm going to try and make a commitment this year to just stick with it and just enjoy the uh, the golf for how good it is. You know, if if Tiger wins, not going to be good for uh, for my pocketbook, but definitely a great golfing moment. So I just, um, I, I'm making a resolution this year for golf to stick with all the major championships, even if they don't go my way. Everyone talking about opening day, talking about opening day memories. One of my fondest memories of opening day came almost 20 years ago. It was not opening day for baseball. It was opening day in San Francisco, where uh, myself and uh, my wife traveled to go on vacation. Uh, we go to San Francisco and uh, because, you know, we want to, you know, just have a good time, go see a baseball game. A buddy of mine tells me exactly where Willie Mays parks in the Giants parking lot, which is open to the public. We walk over. There is Willie Mays as we are getting to the game. Got a chance to meet him, take a picture, uh, go into the game. Barry Bonds sitting on 599 home run or 659 home runs. Hits his 660th home run, tying his uh, godfather, Willie Mays, who comes out on the field and gives him a trophy. Amazing, amazing memory. Thanks to LTN. Thanks to Danny, Ryan, and Brett. For Davis, I'm Craig. Have a great opening day. See you tomorrow. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.